Welcome to the Sarah Explains It All podcast. This is going to be our final episode of season one. So just want to take a moment to say thank you so much. If you've made it this far and you've listened to my little podcast, I do truly and wholeheartedly appreciate every listen, every comment, every like that we get or that I get. Do make sure that if you do like this podcast, that you go ahead and share it with those around you who also menstruate. And hopefully they will find some good little nuggets, um, good little nuggets, should I say, in some of the episodes. So I'm going to talk about something that probably should be talked about in the winter, but I want you to be aware of it. So we're going to talk about that great little post that I did. Um, I believe it was on a Sunday and it is all about period blood color and texture. So I've done a blog post on it as well with a great little graphic that I took forever to create, but I wanted to break it down in a podcast so that you could have it in your ears if you are more of an auditory learner. So back in the day, I mean, we're talking like what, the 80s? I'm an 80s kid. I grew up in the US and period blood on television on those commercials was always blue. Did you ever wonder why it was always blue to show the absorbency? Still no idea. I should really look that up, I think. So period blood is contrary to the always pad commercials, not blue, but a variety of colors. So some people will, and this is what spurred it on actually, the question about having darker or black or brown blood at the beginning of um, a cycle. What did that mean? And was that normal? Yes, completely normal. So don't freak out. Absolutely, completely, utterly normal. And all of that means is it typically denotes, so this is black, dark red, or brown. And it typically lets you know that either this blood has been in your uterus since your last cycle, or at the end of your cycle when it takes your uterus a bit longer to expel the blood. So if it comes out in the first part of your bleed, then you will most likely have had that blood in your uterus from your last bleed. And if it comes towards the end, it just means that your uterus is expelling blood a little bit slower. And the color is just meaning that it's been oxidized. And oxidization or oxidation is a great fancy term to say that the blood has been around air a bit much. Yeah, not a bit much, that's the wrong term. It's just been around air, yeah? So as I said, it could show up at the beginning of your cycle, at your bleed, at the end of it. It can also show up in the morning after you sleep. Because you've been lying down, your uterus has been shedding and it has been in your, um, it has been in the uterus for a little bit longer than you normally would. Gray. Now, this is pretty uh, weird. Not weird. That's the wrong word. It is weird. But it is not typical and it typically denotes that you have a form of infection, right? So you'll also probably notice a fishy smell or an itching in or around the vagina and it may hurt to go to the bathroom to urinate. So these would be typical signs of 
like yeast infections or vaginosis, that sort of thing. So go to your doctor or your GP. Sometimes you can go to the pharmacist if you've had it before and you know what you need, but you may need a round of antibiotics. So make sure that you get checked out. Bright red. Now, this is the color that we all think our blood should be. Yes? Give me a yes if that is what you think. You may experience this color at some point during your bleed. It could depend on your flow. So you might have a really light flow, like when you first start your cycle and the blood may appear pinker, so not as red. Bright red just means it's super fresh blood and your cycle is moving really quickly. So you might also, pardon me, you might also be experiencing bad cramping when you have red blood. And that just means that the uterus is contracting and expelling the blood quickly. So there's less time to oxidize. So if it's at the end of the cycle or your cycle or your bleed rather is a bit sluggish, you might have a darker red, brown or black blood. Again, going back to oxidize. Pink, orange, yellow. So pink blood is usually found when the flow is lighter and it can be mixed with cervical fluid. So most women will experience this form of spotting before the start of their bleed or at the end. You might also experience some pink bleeding around ovulation. And I'm going to get into that um, in the next season because that's the summer season and in a blog post soon. Know though, before I do any of that, that it's totally normal to have bleeding around your ovulation or spotting, okay? You might also experience this color after a rougher night of fun, i.e. sex or penetration, or if your estrogen levels are a bit on the low side. If that's familiar, you probably want to call your GP and get it checked out. So if you tend to have pinker bleeds, Let's get those hormones checked out, ladies. It's something that we don't do enough and it's something that is not pushed as often as I would like here. We all have hormonal um, challenges, shall I say. So do make sure that you are familiar with your bleed or your, um, and if it is pink, do get them checked out or speak to your GP slash doctor, gynecologist, I think we call them back home. Goodness me. Orange blood's pretty much the same cause as above, so the mixing of cervical fluid, that is, except it can mean an infection. So like gray blood up there, that also can mean an infection. So if that's happening and you are having some itchiness, uh, smells, etc., call your GP. Really, it's not a problem. And yellow blood may not even be blood at all. It's most likely just your cervical fluid that's been exposed to oxygen and is quite common in pregnancy as it is a sign of high estrogen. So cool, isn't it? So let's talk about heavy and light flow. It's pretty much what it sounds like. So either you have a heavy flow where you might experience more blood clots and pain. And with a light flow, you might have more stringy, watery discharge. Okay, so blood clots. Typically, totally normal rather, and typically an indicator of a heavy period. As the body is expelling the blood, anticoagulants, another fancy term, are released to stop the blood from clotting. 
If your period is heavy, sometimes the speed and the flow of the blood doesn't give the body time to do this and clotting will occur. So keep an eye on them. And if you if you do have them, if they change in size and our frequency, that could indicate a medical problem. Again, ladies, this all goes back to understanding how your body works. So the beauty of menstrual cycle awareness is that you are understanding and learning what is normal for your body. Having a conversation with your girlfriends is also showing what's normal for them. We're all different. We're all bio. What is the word? Anyway, we're all different. Yeah. So the idea is that you're learning your body. So these tips or these this suggestion um, of learning what the difference is between blood clots and jelly-like consistency and watery consistency is just that. It's tips to help you understand your body. So jelly-like consistency just means that your blood has been mixed with a lot of cervical fluid. Watery or thin pretty much happens during a lighter flow because it's lighter. And the bottom line is your period is called the fifth vital sign for a reason. Yeah, it's a great way for women and those who cycle and who bleed to understand and get a handle on their bodies, their health and their well-being. Get to know your period. There's nothing wrong with getting to know your period and getting to understand your body's cues. It's trying to work with you, not against you despite what media and societies are desiring us to think. So at the end of the day, ladies, and those of us who cycle, we need to get to know our bodies, we need to get to understand them, and, and it's not gross or disgusting to figure out what is normal for your body. Touch it see what it feels like, see what that consistency is like. If you are a fertility awareness method fam, then you will be very, very um, integrated with what your cervical, your discharge and your cervical fluid is like. It's no different, right? You can just wash your hands, yeah? So at the end of the day, start to check in, start to understand what your body's cues are and start to work with your body and know that that is what it's trying to do, as opposed to working against it. So that is the final episode for season one, spring. Thank you so much for sticking around. I have got some great things lined up for summer, which is going to launch next a week in two weeks time. <laughs> And we've got some great interviews lined up. And as always, if there's anything that you want to learn about, do let me know. Either leave a comment or send me an email at sarahexplainsitall at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.